Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Choose You Calgary podcast. For all the new listeners out there, my name is Marcus and I'm your host for season 7 of the Choose You Calgary podcast. So a little bit about me, I am a business student here at the university in the Haskins School of Business. I am also in a co-op work term with the recruitment team at the University of Calgary. So in today's episode, I am super, super excited to be joined by Kelsey, who is the Student Recruitment Advisor for Indigenous Students, and we will be discussing what the application process looks like for Indigenous students, the different pathway options we offer, and ways Indigenous students can get involved around campus and just have that memorable and exciting student experience. So without further ado, welcome Kelsey, and thank you so much for being with us on the podcast today. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for having me, Marcus. Um, I would like to take the opportunity to acknowledge um, the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta, which includes the Blackfoot Confederacy comprising of Siksika, Pikini, and Guyanai First Nations, as well as the Sutina First Nation and the Stony Nakoda, including the Chiniki, Bearspaw, and Wesley First Nations. Um, the city of Calgary is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. This is really important for us to do to show gratitude. Um, to caretakers of this land. Um, yeah, everyone. So hi, my name is Kelsey Jackson. I am a member of the Métis Nation of Saskatchewan. Um, I recently moved to Calgary in 2019, where I've been a student um, here at the University of Calgary. I am almost completed my Bachelor of Arts in Social and Cultural Anthropology with a minor in International Indigenous Studies, and I'm really happy to be here today. And my position is um, I'm a student recruitment advisor for Indigenous students, so um, yeah, I'm super happy. Great. I really appreciate you taking the time to do the land acknowledgement for us and, of course, for the introduction as well. So starting off with some questions here, what does the application process look like for Indigenous students? Mm -hmm. So applications for all students open up on October 1st uh, for the next fall intake. Um, We definitely recommend students applying as early as possible. Uh, So right when these open up, uh, put your application in. Applying is really simple and easy. Um, At the time, you'll be able to apply for two different programs. So we usually recommend students to apply to the more competitive uh, program and the one they really want to get into for your first choice. And then you also have a second choice, which another program that you really want to get into, but maybe just a little bit less competitive. Um, You'll only get an offer to one of them. um, And we really recommend you to self-identify on this application. Um, The benefits of self-identifying, you can be considered for admission processes, which I can be going over later. Um, You can get invited to events at Reading Symbols Lodge, and then also there's opportunities for extra support through recruitment admissions or application assistance. Awesome. That sounds like a fairly smooth and straightforward process for students who are applying. And as you mentioned as well, um, for anyone listening out there, be sure to self-identify. There's a ton of benefits that come with doing so. So around how many Indigenous students apply to UCalgary each year? Um, So we have over 700 students, Indigenous students, that applied last year. Um, And this number is only increasing each year just due to our pathways and processes that we offer. That's great. And as you mentioned, it was an increase from last year. So it's always great to see more diversity around campus since we really do value having a safe and inclusive community here. And on that note, does the university offer any Indigenous specific courses? Yes, absolutely. Um, So there are over 70 Indigenous based courses that are offered here. Um, I know for myself, I've taken at least 12 to 15 of these courses, all super beneficial to my learning and all really great classes. Um, Some of the ones that I like to speak on are Indigenous ways of knowing, Indigenous research, Indigenous art, 
Indigenous Ethics and Protocol, Indigenous Law, and so many more that are offered. So they're really great. We also have an option to complete a Bachelor of Arts in International Indigenous Studies, or you can add that as a minor like I did. So really great options. Wow, there's definitely a ton of courses available for Indigenous students. And I actually remember one of the courses I was aware of was the history of Indigenous peoples and getting to learn more about their culture and their community. So it's uh, super cool to learn more about the variety of courses we offer Indigenous students. So now just diving on to the topic of the different pathway options. So I know that there are different pathways for students who aren't admitted under the standard admission process, one of which is the Indigenous admission process. Can you speak on this in more detail? Yeah, absolutely. So the Indigenous admission process um, is something where if you cannot be admitted through general admission, we'll look at you under this process. Um, this is the part where I spoke about it's really beneficial to self-identify on your application because if you don't get admitted through general, we'll actually um, automatically consider you for this process. Um, this is considered if you meet the admission course requirements but are below the competitive average admission into your program. Um, you do need a minimum of the 70% average uh, admission average or 2.0 GPA that is required for this boost. Um, so yeah, this just means that we can boost your average by up to 5% as long as you meet the competitive average. Um, so let's say, for example, you're trying to get into a program where you need an 87 and you're sitting at an 83. We can boost that up for, to an 87 for you to be admitted into the program. Um, so all programs offer this except for honors programs and social work. And any type of student, you can be a transfer student, incoming high school student, um, anyone can be uh, evaluated under this process as long as you are self-identifying. Awesome, it's great to hear. I also understand that another pathway option is the Indigenous Admission Supplementary process. What are the supplementary pieces students can submit and why might students be considered under this process? Yeah, so the Indigenous supplementary process is if you have been evaluated through the Indigenous application or admission process that we just talked about, and you're not admissible through that process, then we can look at you through this one, um, in which students can submit a personal statement, which is left to the student to present themselves to the faculty however they wish. Um, this statement can outline your educational goals, cultural knowledge, life and work experiences, there have been bar barriers for you if you missed a class, why you missed this class, um, anything you want, and it can be oral or video um, or written. And so the faculty in which you are applying to will actually have a committee for you to be evaluated under, and all, pro all programs offer this option. Awesome. And just to clarify, this personal statement is just a way for Indigenous students to talk about their past experiences, such as any previous work or education, and how these experiences can help them succeed in university? Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. That is really great to hear that we offer these for students. And lastly, I know that if students are not admitted under either of those processes, they can be considered for the Indigenous Student Access Program, or ISAP for short. So can you expand a bit on what this is? Yeah, for sure. So this is the third uh, process that we will consider you under, which is the Indigenous Student Access Program. Um, this program is near and dear to my heart. I actually completed um, my schooling through this. I began at the University of Calgary um, through this program. It was really great. It's a one-year transitional program that provides an alternate admission route into your desired program um, in the future. So through this program, you would have a cohort that you share the same three mandatory classes in. You take two Indigenous Studies courses and one English course. Um, you complete weekly workshops with them. They're very helpful uh, for your academic, personal, and cultural development. 
Um, you will have the guidance from the Writing Symbols Lodge staff and the ISAP staff um, through your first year, which makes it really supportive. Um, all of your courses that you successfully complete in this year may be used towards your degree program in the future. And after you complete your first year in ISAP, you can apply into your desired program. Um, for this program, you do need the minimum of a 65% in English Language Arts 30-1. But if you do not, don't worry. We can uh, connect you with our ISAP coordinator, Tina, who can go over more options with you for this. Um, you can also connect with us at our recruitment team to uh, help you with this process as well. Additionally, we also have Pathways through Nursing and Engineering that are alternate programs. Um, they are five years in duration, and the first year usually focuses on upgrading um, your high school curriculum, any high school courses that you may have missed. Um, you are really set up for success in this program as um, the main theme is flexibility. Uh, with the support of the coordinators, you will, each student will have a schedule that's tailored to what they need to complete. Um, you were really set up for success. You don't have to reapply into that program. You actually get direct entry if you complete your first year um, upgrading. And if you need to know the admission requirements, you can reach out to me. Uh, but yeah, they're really great programs. They incorporate a lot of Indigenous ways of knowing and instruction. So they're really great. Awesome. All these pathway options seem great for students. And I just wanted to follow up as well. So do students need to provide proof of Indigenous heritage for any of these different pathways? You do. You need to provide your proof of heritage for any of the pathways or processes if you do get admitted. Um, so you will need to provide proof of non-status First Nations, status First Nations, Métis, and Inuit students. Um, we have currently all of our accepted documentation up on our website, um, or you can reach out to us at the recruitment team to help you through this process. If you need to gather your documentation, we would be happy to help you out with this. Are you unsure about what program to apply to at the University of Calgary? Check out our new website to help you choose from 250 high-quality program combinations. We offer tools and resources, including degree profiles, career development, and exploratory advising to help you gain clarity and confidence on your career path. Please visit the episode notes for more information on choosing the right major for you. Awesome. Well, I want to now dive into some of the resources available on campus for Indigenous students. I know the most common support service or resource we have on campus is the Writing Symbols Lodge. So what exactly is the Writing Symbols Lodge and what can students expect to gain from it? So the Writing Symbols Lodge is a hub for Indigenous life on campus. Um, both non-Indigenous students and Indigenous students can uh, go into this lodge. It's really great. They help students succeed by providing a variety of services, facilities, programs, and events. Um, they have academic and cultural support. They have leadership and employment opportunities and a really great study space in the Red Lodge, which also hosts a ceremonial room if you want to take time for yourself. Um, they have a computer lab with a printer. They host many different events and workshops. They host tea ceremonies, feeding workshops, and really great social gatherings with a lot of uh, different speakers. So it's a really great hub for Indigenous students here. Nice. This sounds like a fantastic resource for Indigenous students. And I believe I have seen the Writing Symbols Lodge in Mac Hall or McEwen Hall as well. So I just wanted to also mention that it's super accessible for students and it's just in a great central location around campus. And have you uh, personally experienced any events through the Writing Symbols Lodge and how was your experience with it? I have. So my first year through ISAP, I got to attend many of the workshops that were provided. 
um, and I studied a lot in the study space, used the computer lab. I've attended the workshops, but I also was a student during COVID, so a lot of those were not taking place in person, but I did get to attend a lot of seminars online with really great speakers, and yeah, it was really great. I am a student still, so I still get to go there and really access those supports and uh, attend the workshops. That's great. So my next question was going to be where Indigenous students can go for any cultural, social, or spiritual advising. So would this also be in the Writing Symbols Lodge, or are there other resources available students can go to on campus? Yeah, absolutely. So there is one-on-one advising that is offered right at Writing Symbols Lodge. Their staff is really great, and um, you can book meetings with them for any uh, support that you might need. You can also reach out to our wellness services here on campus as well, but I believe that the Writing Symbols Lodge would be the best place for Indigenous students for that help and support. Nice. I definitely think that one-on-one advising is super beneficial for students on campus. So I know that we offer tons of awards to students every year. Are there any awards we offer specifically for Indigenous students? Yes, absolutely. So we offer so many awards. Um, Last year, there was over $1.9 million in scholarships, bursaries, and awards that went to Indigenous students. Um, You can apply to high school awards prior to starting uh, here at the university and to continue the awards each summer after your first year. Um, There are several several awards specific to Indigenous students. Examples are the Writing Symbols Lodge Award or the Métis Scholar Entrance Award and so many more. Um, You can apply for those awards as soon as you've submitted your application, so you don't actually have to be admitted um, in order to apply, but you do have to be admitted in order to uh, gain that that funding. And so the deadline to apply for awards kind of varies. Um, So yeah. Wow, that is definitely a bigger number than I anticipated. And jumping into a few important dates, are there any key deadlines students should know about? Um, Any kind of dates for awards? Any dates to submit documents for any of the pathway options or anything like that? Yes, so there is deadlines um, for awards, bursaries, and scholarships. Um, High school awards and bursaries applications open up right when the original application opens up for you to apply. Um, Applications for these awards and bursaries closes uh, March 1st. The document deadline is March 15th, uh, so that's any documents that support these applications, and then you're usually notified by the end of April. Awesome. So for any students listening, be sure to keep note on when those key deadlines are, as they're super, super important. And now touching into enhancing the student experience. Getting involved on campus is a great way for students to get the most out of their university experience and to build on relationships outside of the classroom. Can you tell us about some Indigenous-specific clubs students can join? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a few different clubs here on campus. Um, So we have the Indigenous Student Circle, which is an all-inclusive organization kind of focusing and supporting Indigenous students and their relations on campus. This is housed in the Writing Symbols Lodge, um, so they have a lot of really great things going on. I really recommend that one. And then there's also the Calgary Indigenous STEAM Students Association. Uh, They provide Indigenous engagement uh, and leadership through mentorship and volunteers. Um, So that's just two examples, but there's so many clubs to choose from. And even if you wanted to start your own, you can gather 19 other friends and start your own club and head to the Students' Union and do that. Awesome. Lots of opportunities to get involved for sure. So for any student out there, be sure to immerse yourself in different environments and continue to make the most out of your time here at New Calgary. And just wrapping it up here, do you have any final pieces of advice for Indigenous students looking to apply to UCalgary? 
Yeah, so my final advice is to definitely apply as early as possible and to reach out to our Indigenous team. Uh, Galen and I are the Indigenous team and we are here to support you with any questions, whether it's helping you find a program that is right for you, um, walking you through the processes or pathways that we offer. Um, we're here to support you on anything you might need, so please reach out. Um, we offer one-on-one -on -one advising. Um, and so you can book a meeting with us to do this. You can book a phone meeting, virtual, you can come in person. We also offer campus tours. Come and visit us. We can show you the campus. And uh, yeah. Great. Thank you so much for those last pieces of advice. Um, students will for sure find those pieces super helpful. Well, thank you so much, Kelsey, for being on the podcast today and sharing all of your information with us. No problem. Thank you so much for having me, Marcus. I'm really excited about um, this role and uh, being able to help Indigenous students applying. So please reach out to us anytime. Perfect. So I will leave all the resources and information we talked about down in the episode notes. If students have any further questions, you can reach out through our Instagram at choose.ucalgary or the University of Calgary Future Students Facebook page, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you might have. And if you have any Indigenous-specific questions as well, you can reach out to indigenous.recruiter at ucalgary.ca and Kelsey and Galen will be more than happy to answer any questions you might have. And of course, thank you so much to everyone who tuned in today, and I will see you in the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone!